Welcome back, Hour 3, Wednesday, July 27, and we go live now to Oxford. Talk a little Ole Miss football with their outstanding color analyst, Ole Miss legend, Harry Harrison. Harry, good morning. How are you today? Man, I'm good down here in the deep south. It's, I'm sure it's warm in Oklahoma, but it's darn sure warm in north Mississippi, that's for sure. It is hot, man. It is hot. Are they still buzzing down there with that baseball national championship? It's uh, everybody's still riding the high. You know how it is. I, I, I talked to David Kellum. I, I waited about three weeks just to make sure his feet had hit the ground again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was big, obviously a big deal taking up Oklahoma and two out there. Yeah, that was uh, that was an incredible run that the Rebels had. No doubt about that. Um, man, what has the reception been in your neck of the woods down there to the news that Oklahoma and Texas are headed to the SEC? Are people excited about it or not? Yeah, I think people are excited about it. You, you know, some people go, "Oh my God, we got to you know pick up two new, two uh, brand new stalwarts that've been around national brands." But you know, when you play in the SEC West, you got to buckle it up every week. So, you know, come on, Texas and Oklahoma, which <laughs> is two more giants we got to try to slay. Hey, before I ask you about this Ole Miss team, I did want to ask you about Jeff Levy, who obviously has yes. uh, made the move to Norman. We know Jeff from his playing days and have kind of followed his career from afar, coaching career. What did you like about him, or what did you notice about him when he was down in Oxford? What are we getting in Jeff Levy, in your opinion? I think you're getting a real star, a rising star. You're going to run tempo, and obviously I guess you guys did that last year with, with the system you have, but Jeff's going to pick it up another notch or two. And, uh, you know, people thought Ole Miss was – throwing it all over the yard, and we did throw it a lot, but we actually rushed the ball more than more times than we threw it if you, when you stretch it out over the season. But you're going to get a wide-open offense, sometimes four and five receivers, and uh, if you got a good tight end, obviously he uses likes to use the tight ends also. But uh, he, he, he will be a star for you. Uh, I think then you guys bring in a quarterback that maybe he had coached a couple years ago down yeah. in Central Florida. So uh, they should have a good relationship. I Please tell Jeff hello. I, I thought a lot of him. We got uh, fairly close in the short time he was here, but uh, you definitely got a star in the rising right there. Well, we, I will pass that along. Uh, good dude. I, I hope you're right about that. I think you are. Um, let's talk about this team. A tough team to figure out, Harry, going into the year because so many losses, uh, not just on the field, but on the sidelines as well. Of course, one of them being Jeff Levy, but I mean um, – Lane Kiffin hit the transfer portal as hard as anybody, so looks like they brought in a, t- a, lot, a ton of talent as well. What's your assessment of this team going into the year? 
I, I think just like you did, it, uh, they brought in on paper, on paper, and we got that's all we got to go in a few, you know, a few film sessions. But on paper, it was a really talented group. And now Coach Kiffin is really talking about camaraderie, trying to get some chemistry with these guys, making sure because you know in the past you sign these kids out of high school, and that two or three years they're they're obviously heavy into the system. Some of them become leaders early on. But that's what you got to have. And when you sign 12 or 14 new guys in key positions, being quarterback or running back or safety or wherever it might be, defensive tackle, offensive tackle, these guys have got to blend. What I've seen throughout spring and in this early summer, that these guys, it's all good. But the good news for the Rebel fans is we got four weeks in the month of September and we play non-conference schedules. And so I think with between 30 days in camp and in four early games, surely we'll have all this figured out from where from a, I think the quarterback position obviously is very big. Matt Corral was our leader last year, uh, terrific year, put up some big numbers, drafted uh, by Carolina in the third round. But uh, he really willed to took a couple wins for us by himself, and he, you know, so you got a big, a big, big position there to try to refill. And the uh, Rebels got a kid that uh, on the staff already that uh, played last year sparingly. Wound up playing quite a bit in the Sugar Bowl after Matt went down, but uh, brought in Jackson Dart out of USC. And Jackson was early, got here in the spring, and most of those transfers did. So that was a good thing. They got a chance to have an early peek at him. But uh, that, that's a two-man race at quarterback going into camp. So we'll see how it shakes out. What is your opinion? Uh, is it going to be Dart or Altmyer? Well, coming out of spring, I would say it was Altmaier. I thought Luke uh, protected the ball well. I, you know, in, in both of their the defense, uh, we had some receivers that uh, stayed injured. Uh, really, our number one guy, Mingo, who's, who's now started for the last three years, uh, broke a bone in his foot back last fall, came back towards the end, and then tried to insert him in the spring, and it just was too quick. So he was not out there. Uh, some of the transfers were hurt, you know, not a full spring. You got a few days out of them. So, you know, in these guys' defense, they really didn't have those go-to receivers that I think they will once once fall camp starts. Boy, the defense took a giant step forward last year. They lost a bunch of guys too, but they brought in a bunch of guys in the transfer portal. What, what do you think about the defensive side of the ball? I, th- I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be good, and I think it'll be a strength carrying this team until we get these these uh, question marks filled on the offensive side. Uh, had a lot, we got a ton of starters coming back on the defensive front. Yeah, we lose Sam Williams out to the Cowboys, but uh, uh, we got a really really good player that played the strong side last year in Cedric Johnson. He'll fill in there where Sam was, and uh, he he's really good. He might have been the best defensive lineman we had last year, one of the end positions, but. You know, the question mark is, and we brought in some linebackers, that, you know, we lose a chance, Campbell, who was really the heart and soul of that defense last year. But, uh, you know, we've we got some guys that we, we're filling in with, and uh, we've got some veterans on this team that played a lot last year. So, once again, the secondary, we, we go with six defensive, like a lot of people do with a three-man front. So, we're really blessed to have probably seven or eight, nine guys up front that we can substitute in. And when you play this, this high-powered, fast-break football, like you're going to see with Jeff Levy, like we were here, you better have a bunch <laughs> of guys up front on defense because sometimes you're three and out, and it doesn't take but a minute or so, and you're right back out there. So uh, you got to have some depth, and I think that's probably the strength of where we are now defensively over the last three years. We're now built some depth up there. Yeah, I want to ask you about Lane Kiffin. My, uh, my co-host, uh, TJ, said something that I agree with. 
it was not exactly all that likable at some of his previous stops in Tennessee and in the pros and USC and stuff. There's something about him at Ole Miss, though. And maybe it's because he's sticking it to Nick Saban and Jimbo and, you know, all that. I don't know what it is. There's something about him at Ole Miss that he's become fun and likable from the outside. And uh, he's really engaged, obviously, in the social media game and everything. You work with him closely. How did you feel about him before he arrived? And, and now that you've had the opportunity to work with him for a few years, what, what's your impression of him? You know, before he got here, all I knew was what I'd seen TV-wise, read about, didn't have any, you know, didn't know uh, much about him. Obviously, I knew about his father, Monty Kiffin, who obviously came with him. He's been around with a, with a great uh, resume. Uh, Lane, I think, uh, in the early days, I think success came at, at probably at a too early of an age, got into the NFL probably too early. Uh, but to his credit, whatever those negatives were at USC at the, at the uh, Raiders, he brought that and turned it into a positive. And I, I think when he got here, obviously the very first year was a COVID year, no spring training. We played 10 SEC games. You got your feet well pretty quick. But when you're in the SEC West, there's nobody bigger than Nick Saban at Alabama, of course. And uh, so I think he feels comfortable here. I think there's not nearly as much pressure on him here as it would be at a USC or in the pros. Uh, obviously, he and Nick worked closely over to Alabama, and I think he learned a lot in that three-year trip over there. But uh, I, I think he's, you know, Ole Miss and Oxford, which is a great college town, not nearly as big as most places he's been. And I think that's probably been a little bit of a shock to him. But I think now he's comfortable with it. Uh, I think he's got a, a big, uh, a lot. I think he's got a huge list of coaches that he's familiar with, and, and that's what you got to have because you're going to lose coaches every year. Obviously, we did this year, and uh, he's brought in some new guys, and that that'll also play another part as far as chemistry going along into the season. They were all here for the spring. Charlie Weiss Jr. There's a name you've heard, of course, with his father being legendary in the offensive schemes of football. He's going to be the new offensive coordinator. But when you mix Lane in there offensively, you got a really, really brilliant mind as far as uh, schemes and schematics and, and how you're going to turn things up. But, you know, it all starts in, in any league with a quarterback, and that's exactly what Ole Miss has got to have is one of those guys to step up and, uh, and play well. Well, you look at the schedule, fascinating. Um, first six weeks, those are at now, you know, manageable. All right, we can do this. Well, last six weeks is that might be the toughest uh, six week stretch anybody in college football has. It's it's um it's crazy how it's stacked this year, but well you bet you got six weeks to get your act together here, Harry. That's right, and, and you know, and of course we're used to this. We play in the SEC West in the last six yeah. weeks, and all all the teams in the SEC West. So uh, you know, we go down to LSU. They got a brand new coaching staff. Uh, had a bunch of guys transfer out. We'll see how that plays out. Auburn, uh, Harson, of course, is uh, you know created quite a buzz over there. Whether negatively or positively, I don't know yet. But you're right. In Kentucky, that's our first SEC opponent. They're picked number two in the SEC East. So they they've won ten games and been to bowls the last four years. So uh, obviously, they're they're a really good team coming in here. Our first opponent, but we play them at home, and I like that. And then we go up to Vanderbilt, and then we jump into the SEC West. Fortunately, by the time we get out of October, we've got an open date before we play uh, Alabama, uh, finish up with them, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. But anytime you, you, you tie it up in this league on the SEC West side for the last few years, it's uh, murder's row. Oklahoma will figure that out in a few years, I'll promise you. Yeah. 
What's that uh, visiting radio booth like uh, at your place? It's uh, we have the best facility in the, in the conference. You'll, you'll like Attaboy. it. Atta boy, You know, you'll have your you will have your uh, uh, your project your your director up top of you. You'll have plenty of room. You'll probably put five wide down on the front. You got plenty of room. I like it. I like it. You just made my day, Harry. Thank I'm you very much, you. man. I'm telling you. What about in Oklahoma? <laughs> Uh, good, but older. It, it's a good yard line, just a, a, a little older facility, and you're way high in the sky. You're on top of the second deck here. That's the thing that's a little difficult is how high you are. But good right. yard line, four across in the front. Hopefully we're going to build a new facility here in the next few years, but it's not bad. I would put it in the average category. Gotcha. No, you're going. You're going to like our facility. It's uh, you'll be about the 35, 40 yard line, and it's uh, it's not that high. And uh, like good. I say, five good because I just went to Auburn a few weeks ago, and that's brutal, <laughs> man. Down in the end zone, holy cow! I don't know how anybody calls a game from Auburn. David calls it off off the uh, prompter, off the TV. We, we'll set up a bunch of uh, TVs in there, and he'll do it all. TV, right. I, I can't do that. I try to watch the entire field, and, and so, it's, yeah. but it's pretty hard. Depth of field is really difficult. Everybody goes in there and complains about it, but I don't well, think I'm gonna it's going to have to have a prayer it. meeting before I call a game in Auburn. That's going to be brutal. I'll promise you. I'll hey. promise you. It's bad. It is bad. Harry, thanks for, thanks for getting up early with us. We appreciate it. Good luck this season. Have fun. Tell David I said hi, and uh, we'll talk to you on down the line. All right. Tell Jeff Levy I said hello, and good luck to you. We'll do it. See you, Harry. Thank you. There you go. Harry Harrison from uh, Ole Miss. What do you think, Teach? You change your mind about anything? Let me get this straight. They play there on the SEC West? Oh, that's what he said, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed, by the way, the ability that I have to slip into a slight southern accent oh, man. whenever I'm talking to people in the All south? All I know is you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. <laughs> This is going to be a very ha- – I have very few skills in life, but this is going to work great for me in the SEC. I got My dad was born in Tennessee. I got family in Tennessee. I can slip into a slight southern accent on cue and feel right at home with the old – I got old Miss Rebels. We're talking about going down to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium down there, Oxford, Mississippi. I'll, yes, just, sir, we do. I'll just say this about yeah, Harry. The right way he dandy. could flip a switch, because I'm like, hey, it's TJ with the ref. Uh, you all right to get in here with Toby? Yeah, okay. All right, we'll get you on hold. Uh, just got the open here, and then Toby will be to you. Sounds good. And then you, uh, hey, Harry, how right. you doing? Hey, what's going on, Toby? Let's uh, let's get this talk going. I'm like, whoa, that was a... a Right, that, that guy flipped a switch real quick. That's the difference in how excited people energy. are to talk to you. Energy talk in the SEC West. That's the West. difference, right? That's there. energy in the SEC West. That's what it is. <laughs> they are in the SEC West. Yeah, it's tough. All right, we'll take a break. Ole Miss at 23. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. RK Blatt brings you this hour. Best facts, printers, copiers, scanners, document management, network solutions, and more for your office and your small and medium-sized business. Find out what RK Black can do for you, 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. I apologize 
I've been reminded I did not end my last uh, the segment of last hour uh, correctly when we were breaking down Ole Miss in the countdown. Uh, may the wind always be at your back and the sun upon your face. From the Big Brother house, I'm TJ Perry Moonves. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I did not give my inspirational <laughs> speech there, so it reminded me. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I was... Uh, the fact that there was a Nick Saban alliance that's forming today <laughs> caught me off guard. I love that idea. <laughs> I hope at some point, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but I hope at some point, like maybe LSU is trying to form an alliance with Lincoln Riley. Hey, hey, expect the unexpected. You know how <laughs> Big Brother goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. We need line. someone named Carrie in the house, though. We gotta find. You gotta, you gotta find Carrie. a team with a coach, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can work on that. Uh, dad joke of the day. All right. Yes. I was very shocked to find out that Elon Musk was from South Africa. I guess I only assumed he would be mad at Gascar. We're from mad at Gascar. <laughs> Mad at gas car. Yeah, I got I it. Got That's it. my yeah. least favorite one we've yeah. had so far. That's right. Yeah. Elon Musk in the middle of a, of a, a love triangle situation right now, it looks like. He's broken up a marriage or something with the Google founder. <laughs> Sounds like he's involved with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 I yeah. don't know if you can... I don't know what you you can trust what you read on uh, you know social medias, but anyway. Uh, let's see. Oh my goodness, there are so many bundle t- text on this text line. <laughs> a lot of people have advice for you. <laughs> oh, letting me know. Me? I don't know if you know. There's an ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu Plus uh, bundle there. Uh, He's not doing it, folks. He's not. I'm doing aware it, of the okay? bundle. <laughs> Doesn't matter what recommendation you get, he is not doing it. <laughs> Who told you to put the bomb on? <laughs> I didn't tell you to put the bomb on. <laughs> uh, most efficient way: get a few friends and family to buy one or two service and share profiles. Each pays their share and trades profiles and stuff. I do not like this idea. I am not sharing with family and splitting money and friends and cheating the system that way. If I get a hold of a friend's password, I may use it, like I said earlier. <laughs> but I'm not splitting stuff with family. I refuse that. I hate group vacations. I hate oh, bundles yeah. like this. It leads to trouble. <laughs> it breaks families like up. I, I do like the idea of the cul-de-sac coming together, though. And you get Netflix, you get Hulu, and then they all, you know, <laughs> I like that idea. No, I, I uh, there's we, we, there's some friends of ours that went on vacation this week with ten families. Oh, what a nightmare! Ten families went on a vacation together, and they're living together like in a in a, a like a mountain lodge in New Mexico or something like that. Oh man, can you imagine the amount of like that's not for me. I appreciate the folks that could pull that off. I would be. I would be able to put on a friendly face and be nice. I don't really care who you are, how great of a person. I would be, be able to be nice for about maybe two days, and then it would break down. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> uh, does TJ hate on or treat Steely and Thune unfairly since they're both left-handed? Maybe that's why he paired mm. them together. Um, look, I don't even – I don't make – Good question. 
Do you hate Steely and Thune? Look, Steely's really difficult to deal with. He's left-handed and he's really old. So that's true. And he talks true. in goofy southern voices a lot of the time. So <laughs> me and him do not get along. Really, we don't get along. And uh, I just really ignore Parker Thune. I don't even acknowledge him. Really, I mean. This person says I'm starting to sound like a grumpy Steely. Will you boo Dylan Gabriel in the season opener? <laughs> no! Or will you wait you've for made all of this up. Will not boo Dylan Gabriel. We'll see. <sighs> I bought my sneakers from a drug dealer. I don't know why they are laced, but I've been tripping all day. Now, come on. One dad joke a day. All right. <laughs> Uh, last one here says, I would love ESPN Plus, but the price has increased, and the amount of ADs I have to endure have double. Oh, ads. The amount of – they capitalize that for some reason. <laughs> they capitalize it, it for some reason. <laughs> the amount of ads I've had to endure have yeah. doubled. Sorry I canceled uh, at the last price increase. Remember, when you paid for cable, get away from the constant ads. I guess this point, person's point is, if you're going to have a streaming service, do away with the ads. If I'm paying for the uh, streaming, hmm. boy, all right. what a hot all right. button topic you keep reopening. We, this that's all what led we do to the on fact this show. that's all. This all led to the just simple question of, "Hey, Drake's back from vacation, isn't he?" Right, right. And it spun out of control from there. Kendall's mad Drake at you too for missing the Ole his... baseball game. So you've upset Kendall for missing what? Uh, for mentioning the Ole Miss oh. baseball game. Sorry about that. Um... Drake is back from his month-long Hawaiian vacation, which, by the way, I almost – he tweeted something about being, I think, stuck in Hawaii for a couple of extra hours because somebody messed with the fire uh, – the smoke detector in the lavatory <laughs> on the plane. I probably composed 15 different smart aleck responses to that tweet and deleted all of them and, and let it go, but – but you mentioned on his way back from his month-long Hawaiian vacation, they stopped and went to Disneyland. Yes. Which, I mean, you talk about lifestyles of the rich and famous. That's amazing. But somehow that got us going down the ESPN Plus road again today. Disney. So that's my, my, my fault. apologies that's my to fault. Joe C. I for today's that. show. I know I upset him with this topic, so I, I'm sorry, Joe. Um. You know, we're, I assume uh, we're going to have our annual Joe Castiglione day before the season starts uh, that we've had the last several years. I think it would be good for you and him to have an hour together because there is so much about you that boggles his mind. <laughs> Why does he need an hour with me? He gets to listen three every day. I could just keep keep doing it. I think it would help because then we could move on. He and I could continue to talk about other things because now every time we're together, he's like, now explain to me why TJ, why he hates Dylan Gabriel or (laughs) explain to me why TJ doesn't support any of our Explain to him half of it is because you make it up. (laughs) Explain to me why TJ is openly trying to discourage our fans from getting ESPN+. I'm not. Sign up all you want, thousands of you. TJ refuses to uh, go to basketball games or baseball games, whatever the case may be. 
So I spend all my time none talking of, about you. None of this is true. So Joe and I, I have a wonderful relationship. Two of you together. Now, well, <laughs> you. Here's where it went south. You had a wonderful relationship. <laughs> he brought uh, the corny dog place to town. Diddy. What's the name? What's the name? Diddy Fletcher's. Fletcher's. He brought Fletcher's to town. And you have taken all of the credit for it. I haven't taken anything. This was all and my doing. Now Joe made a phone call. I came up with the grand very plan. Shaky. Yeah. Very shaky. <laughs> so I think it would be good for the two of you to have a therapy hour together this year where you could just work through all these different. You've gone rogue from that day when. You got the red carpet treatment at the Fletcher's Corny Dog Stand. You've gone rogue. None of that is true. Three fourths of what you you just three fourths of what you just said is made up lies by Toby Rowland, the voice of the Sooners. Joe, every day, they They know. know Joe knows the truth. What the truth is? The truth is in in audio tapes. It all exists out there in the ether. Uh. You can go back and listen Michelle to the podcast Tafoya wore me day. out last night. <laughs> All right, break time. 8.32 Central Time on a Wednesday. T-Row in the Morning Show rolls on next. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I'm not sure we've talked any OU football today, TJ, so we probably should do that or they're going to kick us off the air. You got something OU football that you uh, uh, Media talk to days me coming today? up. OU media days coming up on Tuesday. That was uh... Uh, kind of official. I think we had heard rumors of that date and stuff, but uh, officially, I believe it's going to be Tuesday. So August two. Yes, uh, Brent okay. Venables press conference. I think scheduled for around ten a.m. So we'll bring that to you on uh, on Tuesday. So other than that, I don't know that any news practice starts yesterday. Wednesday, Thursday. Do you know that? Oh, uh, Wednesday, I think, is what they said. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. I liked it when Brent said we have 25 practices before the season opener unless I cancel one or two. <laughs> and that turnip seed was like, yeah, right. Like you're canceling anything. Well, did you notice? So we've always joked around here about how – all of Bob's assistants would start talking like him and using his mannerisms. Did you notice how – I didn't notice it until sitting there and watching him uh, at the coaches' lunch and how Brent uses his fist. Like he's very animated with his fist yeah. when he's talking. Yeah. And then Lebby came out, and Lebby used the same fist like he would – Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, Lebby had a fist, and he was doing the same thing that Brent does – in the way that he speaks and uses that people fist. People over here. Yes. Like, like he's shaking dice. Right, like, right, right. People, and Levy did the same exact you thing. This. Yeah. That stood out to me. I, do, I, I have noticed Brent do that. I did not notice that Levy did that the other day. That is interesting. They're picking they're, up on the. Picking up on their mannerisms. HBC's mannerisms. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Nobody asked about cereal the other day. That an unbelievable nugget about cereal that came well, out. You in had the a ESPN chance. Article. Yeah, I blew it. I blew it. 
But uh, nobody in the crowd, nobody asked about cereal. That's my fault. Maybe at media day somebody will ask. Perhaps if uh, the one lady wouldn't have stood up and asked the very confusing question, then we would have had time for a cereal question. What was the confusing question? Remind me. Uh, About (coughs) when this all happened. Everyone thought Norman was going to shut down. We were all scared. Business owners were scared. We didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, were, were your kids scared? Were your kids scared? What did you say to the, the children? The city council what person. Did you, what did the, you say uh, to the children? Some sort of a politician she was, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't probably say anything. I was wanting to yell in the back of the room. Hey, sit down! Were you upset with the question of the politician? Um, No comment, Your Honor. <laughs> Okay. God, you are so entrenched in Norman politics, man. It's unbelievable. It was a terrible question. <laughs> I don't remember if the question was bad or not, but when she well, stood even up Brent, and got like the he goes, uh, I'll try to answer that. Like, <laughs> what? What are you asking right now? She just asked what he told his team when he took over to try to, you know. In a very weird way. Everything was going to be okay. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it wasn't a roundabout way of getting there. But I, my, the greater point is you get hacked with politicians, man. You, This is a new T.J. Perry, man. Uh, she stood up, and I'm like, oh, here we uh, go. You roll your <sighs> I don't even know who the lady is. You do. Because you're so entrenched. <laughs> oh, here we go. That person leans right. This person leans left. Oh, God. Oh, thank goodness. Tracy, Tracy Gordon. Gordon. Thank you for saving us. Oh, oh wait. He Tracy mentioned Teddy Gordon. Lehman. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. I never even thought about that. I should have looked at you when that question was being asked. I never even thought. I do remember she started with. I, well, I don't remember what her role is, but some sort of political role that she has in the city. Yes. And I should have immediately locked eyes with you because I, <laughs> I would have caught. <laughs> I would have got an eye roll. <laughs> All right, what else football-wise do we, we need to talk? Anything else? Uh, I don't what think I guys, heard much yesterday. What are the guys yesterday talking about? Like, what's the hot t- I did hear one segment where. Tyler was quizzing Teddy uh, from games in his playing days. Like he was giving him three clues. Oh yeah, I've heard him. I've heard Teddy was on the team, and Teddy had to guess what game it was. So that's the only part of their show I caught yesterday. So I don't know. Is there a hot buzz? Is there a hot topic out there for OU football right now? I don't know. We just got this text that said there are curtain words that need to be banned from Ref Radio for our show. It's ESPN Plus, Plank Show, Highway Nine Traffic. Steely, Lincoln Riley, and the Rush, Chaco Taco, and our lives would be much better. That's from J.M. Medill. He would like all those words banned. <laughs> that, those would fall into the we've uh, uh, beaten a dead horse topics. Uh, I think I, You're so. probably I think right. So. Jay and Medill, you're probably right. I can't speak for all the other shows. But we have probably exhausted the ESPN Plus conversation. Uh, TJ will probably start and lead the We Want Booty chant at OU Games. No lefty. <laughs> this one says I'm the curmudgeon of the station. Hmm. I don't know about that. I think Steely's got to be Steely's the up there. Teddy's a pretty Teddy's big curmudgeon. curmudgeon. So yeah. that's not, there's a few of us. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a few of you, that's for sure. Um, what was you said before that? Oh, the booty chant. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you do that. I could see you getting a couple of pops in you, and then somebody says the name booty and you start to giggle. And then that combined with your hatred for Dylan Gabriel and all of a sudden. Would you stop it? I do not hate Dylan Gabriel. I hope he's in New York at the Heisman uh, ceremony in December. I love Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, Seems very Uh, mature, very put together, great leader. You're standing up in your section in the lower bowl because we've established you will only sit in the lower bowl (laughs) with your shirt off and leading the chant, we want booty. I could totally see that happening. I may have already started that chant in places in my life, okay? Come on now. that You just went down and (laughs) completely unnecessary, tawdry path on the radio show. Uh, who is the backup quarterback, by the way, TJ? Um, well, General Booty's the great name, but what's his face? Nick, uh, Evers? Oh, Evers, yeah. You sure about that? Mm, I feel pretty comfortable in saying that. What say you? I'm more interested in making fun of what you say. <laughs> All right, well, make fun of me for that. I can't be wrong if I never take a stance on anything, TJ. You understand? That you That's true. That is true. So all I can do is throw it out, you answer it, I make fun of your answer, and then we move on to the next topic. That's how this works on this show, okay? Um, But since you turned the tables on me very cleverly there, you make it a little bit hard for me to escape the topic. There are only, fortunately, seven or eight to choose from. You know, We have uh, loaded heavily the quarterback room. How about the, the pit transfer? Bevel? Bevel? Davis Bevel? Right? I would name? say we'll get some snaps. Too Possibly tall? would be the guy. If something um, bad happened early on, what do you I mean? Don't, I don't, I don't early need, on, uh, injury to unexpected injury or something like that. So, so you're saying Davis Bevel possibly could be the guy? I'm saying there's a chance. Yeah, That's the strong. I'm Nick Evers. I, I think that he would be your guy if something happened or if. Gonna have to look better I'm... than he did in the spring game in the brief appearance we saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, again, I mean that were you rooting for a Dylan Gabriel? No, I was not answer? rooting. Jeez. That answer was a little confusing. It sounded like to me you were kind of rooting for an injury there in that answer. <laughs> no. That's going too I far, said dude. If the unfor- Ralph Rucker? You went too How about far. Ralph Rucker? You want me to say Ralph Rucker, Rucker will be I, the backup? I don't, care what, I don't care what you say. I'm just troubled by the I'm the not box. rooting for injury. I do not hope for injury with anyone on the team. I like Dylan Gabriel. I support Dylan Gabriel. Maybe Davis Bevel, if something unfortunate happens early in the year, that sounds like something a mobster would say. (laughs) I'm just saying, there's a little bit more experience there if somebody was rushed into duty. I got you. Because if they're rushed into duty, it can't be the booty. 
847. Get out of here. We'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. It's time for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. (laughs) As we welcome in now our buddy Chris Plank, future play-by-play voice of the OKC Spark. Good morning, (laughs) Plank. Don't know about that, but I do know that Highway 9 traffic was much better today. Uh, (laughs) I didn't get stuck. I hit every green light. Sorry, J.M. Medill. It was a good. <laughs> it was a good day, and I would I would argue that the ESPN Plus conversations on this here very radio show have been pretty informative, enlightening, educational. That's exactly right. That's, That's the goal exactly of this station, right. right? Right. We're having the debate that everybody is having in their house, sure, with their friends, their husbands and wives, and why are we paying for this when we uh-huh. get that? Hey. I'm having so, it. Uh, you're I, welcome, everybody. I I benefit greatly from having ESPN Plus, and I have the conversation every single I month. I couldn't live without it. I'm the same well, way, but live, somehow I'm live with it. Somehow I've been live, told that maybe it's okay to just go ahead in my life. So I don't. I mean, literally, I cannot live without ESPN Plus, and it's a oh, battle. What is this? For, what is this charge for ES? Why do you really need this? Yes, yes. But I'm going to start having a lifeline when we have these conversations, and I'm going to call Toby. Just babe, put him on speakerphone. Babe, here's Toby. Toby, will you please magnify the importance no, of this? Don't get me involved with Sarah. I'm scared of Sarah. <laughs> I don't, am too. Don't worry. Don't put me on the phone with her. <laughs> I am very excited about, by the way, I'm not going to bring say what it is, but the conversation you and I had yesterday, I'm very excited and jealous for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we can talk about it if you want. You can? Sure, okay. why not? Right. We're trying to, I'm trying to do, and TJ's a great, I mean, TJ, maybe I need to talk to Drake. I'm starting to wonder if if Drake is the highest paid guy on both the radio network and yep. here at the ref. Because when you take the Hawaii trip for a month, and then I didn't realize you stopped to go to Disneyland. Toby, yeah. that's high roller right big there. Baller. Look, is big baller. He's, wow. right he's there. not big baller. That is all done for him. Oh. So there's a difference, guys. Oh, oh, well. That totally still changes big baller. everything. I mean, he's still living the big baller yeah, life. Yeah, living the big baller life. That is true. But we uh, – so my next year is my and, – and we're at the – I was just informed that it was my wife's half birthday uh, over the weekend, which I didn't know was a thing. What? <laughs> oh, my I, th- I think gosh. she's re- – <laughs> and, and it was pointed out you to you. you get a gift for that? Yeah, yeah, I didn't get anything. I was like, we're not doing this in this family. That's not something we're doing. Uh, it's my birthday week. It's my birthday week. I'm like, what? I see – no, it's 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 in January. What are you doing? But uh, we're trying to plan something big time for our six, our thirteen year, fourteen, fifteen year anniversary, and uh, she wants to go on an Alaskan cruise. And yeah. so I reached out to the foremost connoisseur of Alaskan That's cruise me. information, That's Toby Rowland. Scott Pollard. Yep. Scott Pollard. <laughs> Who all was on that? <laughs> Vern Lindquist was on that with you. Is that right? Vern Lindquist, Scott Pollard, Lindquist. the. The president of uh, Texas Tech and the president at Kansas State. Um, wow. Oh, what's the uh, OSU? Uh, not Dave Hunziker, but the PA guy up there. Oh, yeah, Larry Reese. 
Larry Reese. <laughs> Larry got it the nod over Hunziker. Vessel. <laughs> That's awesome. Larry got the nod over Hunziker in this case. Yeah, it was wow. fun. It was uh, fun. So we, I was doing a little research last night, and by my research, it was Toby. Did this? Did this stink? He's like, no, it was amazing. I'm like, all right, looks like I'm stuck going. Amazing. Did you get seasick? Can't wait to go again. I've never been on a cruise ship. No, so I would recommend though getting the stuff, you know, the little patch to put behind your ear and all that kind of stuff. I, my wife, we've been on two cruises. Right. The first day of both cruises, she struggled, and then was fine the rest of the time. Huh. I, I didn't struggle, but uh, I was glad I had the patch, and I think everybody, and they will have like a little uh, nurse on board and everything that has all kinds of stuff to help you out if you need to, but. You just I don't think you know until you do it. Gotcha. Like some people take to it different. Some people are like, oh, this is no big deal. Some people are just, you know, they can't handle it. So, uh, but, yeah, that's going to be my recommendation. You'll be fine. Hey, you know, it's funny. You were talking about monthly subscriptions and things of that nature with ESPN+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I'll every so often see, have you heard of Sportico? They had the article on Kevin Warren, I think. Yes. Okay. Did you see what it cost a month for Sportico to be a member of no. that? Mm-mm. Fifty nine ninety nine a month. It's what five hundred and ninety nine dollars. You can save sixteen percent getting it a year. They had the article on kept. They had the article on OU and in Learfield. Remember they were talking about looking for a t- and Joe C. Okay. Joe C. retweeted. And I was like, oh, well, th- I want to read this. And I clicked on it. It's like, oh, got to log in. Got to be a member. I'm like, oh, okay, great. What do I have to do? Create an email address. You know, wh- whatever yeah. it is. And literally fifty nine ninety nine a month for Sportico. Apparently, you open it and you get gold bars is what happens whenever you log on to Sportico.com. I canceled the Athletic the other day. I don't know if I – well, hey, Toby, I got you on that one. I got you a free username and login. You got me a good <laughs> I got you. I got they, you. I, I heard they didn't replace uh, – They're not replacing the OU person. Yeah, so I was like, well, then I don't need it because it's expensive. It's like 100 bucks or something yes, like that a year. Yes, absolutely. I got you. Yeah, so I got all right. – thanks, thanks, Chris. <laughs> no worries. You, me, and TJ will be our own little cold. Yeah, don't here don't you guys tell anyone, anyone, okay? But it's one of the few things <laughs> that Fox Sports Radio membership has its privileges. Chris, I hope you have the greatest show you've ever had. That's today. the goal, Tiro. Uh, TJ, have a great Wednesday as well. Thanks to Harry Harrison for joining us today, Ole Miss color analyst. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.